Welcome back to another week's episode of Husky Talk. We are your hosts, Geneva and Gretchen. Today we will have a very special guest on our show. He has his own podcast called Dog Works Radio. This week he will be departing on an expedition that follows the Serum Run Trail. Please welcome to the show, Robert Forto. Go ahead. Hello, Robert. Welcome to Husky Talk. How are you today? I'm pretty good. How are you? I'm good. Before we start our interview with you, we are going to test our Iditarod knowledge. We have five Iditarod trivia questions for you. Ready? Yes. Who was the first female champion of the Iditarod? Libby Riddle. Good Good job. job. What is the halfway checkpoint for the northern route? Oh, boy. Uh, Iditarod. That's southern route. I don't know. It's Cripple. Cripple, okay. How many minutes apart do mushers start? Two. Good job. What was used for the very first finish line? Uh, boy, I don't know. The Burled Arch? No, it was Kool-Aid because they Kool-Aid. didn't have okay. a finish line, so they uh, when. It, like they noticed that a little later, so then they're like, "What are we going to use?" So then they went and got some Kool Aid and sprinkled it on the ground. That's very cool. <laughs> yeah. Who has the fastest finish time? Dallas Seavey. No, it's actually Mitch Seavey. Oh my goodness! <laughs> With an asterisk, if you okay. said it, it, it was Fairbanks route. Right. Right. Okay. <laughs> Good job on your trivia. You were three out of five. Now finding out more about you. First of all, tell us a little bit about yourself. Well, my name is Robert Forto. I'm a dog musher, and I live in Willow, Alaska. My wife, Michelle, and I have 40 sled dogs. We primarily do expedition training. And we've done lots of mid-distance and sprint races over the last almost 30 years as dog mushers. All right, we are talking to you today about the Serum Run Expedition you are starting next week. So first part, we wanted to say to the listeners, we first wanted to debunk a common myth. Many people think that Iditarod was started to honor the Serum Run. This is, in fact, incorrect. The real reason the Iditarod was started was to preserve the sled dog and preserve the Iditarod historic trail. Robert, can you talk to our listeners about the real serum run? Yes, the real serum run was took place in 1925 and it was a sled dog relay to get life-saving diphtheria antitoxin to the village of Nome. At that time, they did not have uh, good airplane transportation. It was at the very beginning of uh, the airplane revolution, and it was too frozen in and too much ice to get the diphtheria antitoxin to Nome by barge or by steamship. So they had to figure out a way to save all of these guys' lives in Nome So they thought that they should do it as a sled dog relay, and they started in Nenana, 
And it took them about a week, I believe. And every roadhouse or checkpoint, they handed off the life-saving serum to another dog musher, and then they would run down the trail and hand it off to the next guy, just like you would do in a relay race in a track event. So you are doing the serum run expedition. Where will your team follow where your team will follow the original serum run trail. What was your inspiration to do this big expedition? Uh, that's a great question. I'm doing it part of a master's degree project at Liberty University as part of my thesis, but I've always wanted to see Interior Alaska by dog team and snow machine. So I've been thinking about doing this trip for I don't know, seven or eight years, and I just finally got a good group of adventurers together this year, and we're going to head out on the trail here in a couple of weeks, and uh, that's our inspiration, just really to go out there and see Alaska like many people have never seen before. That's cool. We read your schedule for the expedition. Tell us what your schedule looks like. Our schedule is we're planning on doing it in about 18 days unless we have some major weather delays. It's been very, very cold this year in the interior of Alaska. Some places it's been minus 50 and minus 60 degrees. So it's going to be very, very cold, and there's quite a bit of snow. We talked to a gentleman just yesterday who said they have about four and a half feet of snow on the ground. So our plan is to do it in about 18 days, leaving Nenana on the 22nd of February and arriving in Nome at about March 10th. About how many miles do you travel each day? We're traveling between 30 and 50 miles per day. What are the villages that you will be going through? Uh, there is a whole bunch of them, but some of the bigger villages that we will see will be Ninana, Manly, Ruby, Galena, Nulato, Caltag, Old Woman Cabin, which I hear is haunted and you have to leave candy for her or she will haunt you along the trail, Unicleet, White Mountain, Safety, and Nome with a few more inter interspersed there. Where will you guys be sleeping? We're going to be sleeping mostly in community centers and schools along the way, but there will be several nights where we're sleeping in Arctic oven tents. Where will you guys be sleeping? Eating. Eating. Eating the same places. A lot of the, um, a lot of the time we're going to be cooking our own food. We've all packed a heck of a lot of drop bags, very similar to like they do when I did a rod. We've already shipped those out, so we have all kinds of food that we're taking along, French toast and spaghetti and pizza and cake and Pop-Tarts and all kinds of stuff to give us energy. And then, of course, we're taking all kinds of goodies for the dogs as well. What if there is an emergency along the trail? What would you do? That's a great question. We have a risk management plan that we have uh, spent a lot of time on. We're also taking satellite phones. We have a veterinarian on the trip, and we also have a people doctor that's coming along. So if anybody gets hurt, we will have a doctor along. And, of course, if any of the dogs need attention, we will have 
a veterinarian along. But we also have um, trackers, very similar to like they do on the Iditarod, where if we get into big-time trouble, we can push the button, and that sends out uh, a message so that the appropriate uh, authorities can be uh, alerted, like the troopers or the National Guard or anybody like that. How do you know where the trail is? Is it marked? A lot of it is marked. We're going to be traveling on the same trail of the Iron Dog, which is a snow machine race that's going to be leaving just a couple of days before we do. And even though they go about 100 miles an hour, they're already going to have a trail marked for us. So we will follow that trail. But most of our trail is a heavily used trail by the local villagers where they travel back and forth from one village to the other. And then at about the Yukon River, we, we hook into the Iditarod Trail and we'll follow the Yukon River all the way up and then over the sea ice to the coast and follow it on into Nome just like they do Iditarod. Can you tell us all the people that are traveling with you and their roles during the trip? Yes, uh, my, I'm going to be the trip leader. My name is Robert. Uh, another trip leader, uh, co-organizer, her name is Stephanie Masters Johnson from Nome. She's a dog musher. We have Kathleen Frederick. She's a dog musher here from the Matsu Valley. We have Bill Estelle, who is a snow machiner. We have Carla Kelly, who is a snow machiner. Julia Deloach, who is a dog musher. Kirsten Bay, who is a dog musher, uh, Phil Priesmont, who is our trail boss, Lou Packer, who is a snow machiner and our people doctor, Gil Van Shiver, who is our veterinarian and also a snow machiner, Marla Beebe is a dog musher, Cody Rebholtz, I believe is how you say his last name, he is a snow machiner, and I believe that's everybody. If I forgot somebody, I apologize. I don't have my notes in front of me. <laughs> that's a lot of people. Yes. Did you choose these people specifically? A few of them we did. Uh, we started off with me flying out to Nome early last year and meeting up with Stephanie and Kirsten. And we became fast friends and we began planning the trip. And then we had to have a trail boss. A trail boss is a person that knows the trail in and out, who knows everything that you can possibly know about snow machines and winter travel. So we had to have a very experienced person to do that. So we hooked up with Phil Priesmont, who is our trail boss. And then we had a pretty rigorous application process. I believe we had about 22 people that applied to go, and we ended up uh, coming to a final list of 15, but two of those people dropped out uh, for financial reasons. What are the snow machiners doing? They are carrying all of the gear for the dog mushers and any extra gear that we have, like the tents and extra fuel and that sort of stuff. The way we have it set up is every dog musher has a snow machine support person. So they'll be carrying all the extra dog food and all the extra supplies for about three or four days until we can get to our next resupply checkpoint. 
Tell us what the planning and logistics look like for a big trip like this. Oh, my goodness. We've been working almost every day since last April. Uh, in particular, Stephanie and I have really been doing a lot of work on this. And I tell you what, it has become almost a full-time job to do the logistics with that. Uh, my wife, Michelle, is our support person or office person, and she has been working around the clock pretty much to make sure all the all of the lodges are booked, all the schools are booked, all all of the, our our amenities are set. It's it's really become a second job in of itself. Now you will be you will be on some of the Iditarod Trail. Will you arrive in Nome before the race, or will you be there? Will be some overlap. We will be there right before the finishers. The, the, the race starts, the Iditarod starts the weekend before we arrive. So we're, there's always a week in between the start and the finish when, it, when folks go to Nome to see those first mushers. So we will arrive about four or five days or so of the fastest mushering. And you told me that Mitch Seavey is the fastest time. So if somebody beats us there, they're really smoking on the Iditarod. How will you and all the dogs get back? Uh, we, we will come back in shifts. Uh, the dogs will probably fly out the day after we get to Nome, and they're either going to come back in dog crates or some of the dog mushers are using uh, big dog boxes where they are loaded up on the plane with a forklift and a big box. Kind of looks like a dog truck box. And then they will fly back to Anchorage or to Fairbanks. And, uh, and then either our family or some of the, the dog mushers have handlers. They will pick them up. And then we will, almost all of us will be flying back either that same day as the dogs or the day after, depending on flights. Is there anything else you would like the listeners to know about the expedition? Yes, you can follow us along on our uh, on our journey on the Sierra Run Expedition. It's a Facebook group. You can check that out on Facebook. Just head on over there and send an invite, and we will accept you. And we're going to have a heck of a lot of posts when we're on the trail. We have a tracker that people can follow and all sorts of good stuff. We're going to do some podcasts along the trail. We're going to do some video. We're going to do all sorts of stuff along the trail, and I think it'll be really exciting for people to follow along. And for folks that are listening, remember, this is not a race. This is just an expedition where a whole bunch of folks are getting out there to get from point A to point B safely and to have fun, but it's going to be a trip that... Uh, most of the people that are going, it's a uh, once-in-a-lifetime of experience, and they've been thinking about it for years, and they're excited to go. That sounds really exciting. Now Thank the, you. Now the next part of our show we call Lightning Round. We have five questions for you to answer as quick as you can. Are you ready? Yes. Sled dog race or sled dog expedition? Expedition. Colorado or Alaska. Alaska. Favorite song? Favorite song. Uh, who let the dogs out? <laughs> Favorite movie? 
favorite movie? Oh, my goodness. It would have to be one of the Star Wars. Siberian or Alaskan Huskies? Siberian all the way. My first dog was a Siberian way back in 1987. We are asking all of our guests, who are three people you feel would be great guests on our show? Oh, my goodness. I'm sure you guys have had a lot of guests on already, but I would reach out to some of the lesser-known dog mushers like the Rookies, uh, Susanna Tumadelli, I just had on my podcast, Dog Works Radio. She's a great guest. Eric Kelly would be a great guest to have on. Uh, my goodness, who else could we name? Uh, maybe Linwood Fielder, if you haven't had him on. You're awesome if you hadn't had him on. Of course, Dee Dee Genro, Ali Zirkle, all of those guys. Maybe even Michelle Phillips. She oh, might win yeah. the Yukon Quest yeah. here in just a couple of days. Yeah, she's on our list. Excellent. Okay. Thank you for taking t the time out of your day to talk to us. Have a great rest of your day, and have a good time on your expedition. Well, thank you guys for having me on. Thank Review time. You guys are awesome. By big fan from Michigan. I just went dog sledding for the first time this winter, and your podcast brings back great memories. You guys are cool and ask great questions. Keep it up. My New Cup of Joy by Alyssa T Tasha. The kids do great a great job. I like the trivia questions in each episode and have always been so interested in the Iditarod. The format of the show is very thoughtfully planned, and it's such a joy to hear all the kid all of the fun and work that the kids put into the interviews. Keep it up, kids. Thanks, TJM. Insightful Interviews by Sally0288. This is a great podcast to get to know more about the mushers and the Iditarod in general. The students ask questions that give the mushers a chance to share their experiences in meaningful ways. The students have a lot of enthusiasm and it is really fun to listen to their <laughs> interactions. I started with the Quince Mountain episode and highly recommend it. I can't wait to listen to more. Love the lightning round. Keep up the good work. Special thanks to our guest Robert Forto for being on our show this week. If you enjoyed this episode, please stop by iTunes and leave us a review. It helps with our ratings. Also, if you have any questions, comments, or people you would like to hear on the show, email us at huskytalk1 at gmail.com. If we hear from you or you leave a review, we will read it on the show. We would also like to give credit to Hobo Jim for a theme song, the Iditarod Trail song. And now enjoy a clip from Robert's favorite song, Who Let the Dogs Out. Calling. And the girls respond to the call. I have a pull one shot out. Who let the 